Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Lasala. Heavenly Father, we come boldly before the throne of grace once again, Lord. We're so thankful for this day. This is the day that you made. We're going to rejoice and we're going to be glad in it, Lord, because whatever we face in life, we know that you're for us and not against us. Thank you, Lord God, for loving us so much in Jesus' name. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth. We're excited about this month, about this new podcast that we're doing today. Uh, We're just talking about being thankful. We're going to be talking about that subject because you know, many times we just go on and on in life and many things that God does for us, we're just not thankful about. And so just want to remind you, you know, that this, this ministry is all about being thankful for what Jesus did for us. I want to remind everybody that to discover grace and truth is founded on John chapter one, verse 17. Moses brought the law, but Jesus, the word of God, he is the word of God, came to bring us grace and truth and this podcast is all about discovering god's grace and truth god's unmerited undeserved favor god's truth of love and righteousness and sanctification which is his holiness and the redemption plan for all mankind so this month i'm dedicating my talks to being thankful for god's grace and truth It's God's grace and truth that saved us. It's God's grace and truth that's going to sustain us. So in the middle of all of our challenges of life, God's grace and truth needs to be more real to us. So you ask, well, how do I make God's grace and truth real to us? Well, answer is this, by remembering what Jesus did for us at the cross of Calvary. And one of the ways we can do this is through the communion table. Why is this so important? Because the cross, because at, I'm sorry, because at the cross, everything that needs changing in our lives began there. Whether it be salvation, some of us need salvation, some of us need healing, freedom freedom to worship you know we some of us needed some godly wisdom reconciliation with people it all started right there at the cross the bible says in first corinthians chapter 1 verse 3 that in christ in christ we have his wisdom we have his redemptive power we have his sanctification we have his righteousness So this month, we're going to be talking about the Lord's table, communion. My hope is is that when we start talking about the subject, the communion revelations will come. And then when we partake of the communion, miracles, healings, wisdom, and reconciliations will occur. Not in the sweet by and by, but but it will occur immediately. Why? Because we're honoring the table. We're honoring 
Jesus. So to begin this journey of remembering the table, the communion table, I want to talk about the results. I want to talk about the results we as Christians received when Jesus went to the cross. I mean, let's, let's, let's put a basis down for a moment. Let's, let's establish this, the reason why we take communion. And in Colossians chapter 1, Paul writes a letter to the church and by revelation outlines what the Christian already has once someone believes in Jesus Christ. So Paul begins here in Colossians 1 verse 3. He says, we give thanks to the, to the God of our, our Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all the saints. Right off the bat, he says, we give thanks. We give thanks to God because we're hearing some good news. You've received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You understand the love that God has for you. And now you're transferring this love to the other saints around you. Wow, that's awesome to give thanks, right? But then Paul says here in verse 9, for this reason, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you be filled that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul is praying for the Colossian church to be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And that's what we want to do. We're seeking first the kingdom of God and, our, and his righteousness and all other things will be added to us, the Bible says in Matthew 6, 33. So let's be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding so that we can fulfill the mandate that God has for our lives. Individually, corporately, I mean the church, whatever the case may be, God is for us. He's willing that we just see what that fruits all about all right and then verse 10 says uh that we can be fruitful in every good work and increase in the knowledge of god we can be fruitful in every good work and we can have an increase in the knowledge of god this is a prayer folks that the that paul is praying for the colossians church this is a prayer you can pray for yourself Man, this is awesome stuff. And verse 11, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. Strengthened. I know that's, you, I don't know about you, but I need some strength sometimes. Sometimes when I'm going through some things, I need godly strength to get through my day, through my week. I need his strength. I need his, his ability to do exceedingly abundantly, right? That's what we're always asking for. So his strength, right? Verse 12, it gets better. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of light. Folks, did you get that? 
he qualified us because we believed in Jesus. He qualified us to be partakers of his inheritance. What's God's inheritance? His love, his joy, his peace, his righteousness, his holiness. Folks, this is the first reason to be thankful or to remember what Jesus did for us at the cross. He qualified us by us simply believing in him believing what he did at the cross was for us because he loved us and then verse 13 oh i love verse verse 13 he has he has again again past tense delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed or transferred that's that word conveyed means to transfer us into the kingdom of the son jesus of his love, his love for us. Again, has delivered, has delivered. We saw in verse 12, has qualified. Verse 13, has delivered. This is the second reason to be thankful or to remember what Jesus did for us at the cross. Folks, I'm getting excited. Can you tell? Can you tell I'm getting excited? But this is the kicker. I love verse 14 in whom we have again past tense redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins folks that's the third reason we can be thankful today this is probably the most exciting part of this whole message because sins have been removed from our lives so let's talk about that phrase forgiveness of sins let's let's but let's focus more on the word sins if we can define that word and knew what it stood for i believe we would we would be more thankful for jesus going to the cross so here it is that word sin in that phrase in the Greek is harmatia. You can look, look it up yourselves if you like. All right. But it's a noun. And we all know, according to our grammar days, that a noun is a person, place, or thing. So that thing or that sin means in the Greek harmatia, it means missing the mark. So I want to go slow here because I want, to, I want us to understand and get a full revelation of what I'm trying to say to you today. It's a thing that existed in our lives before we knew Christ that caused us to always miss the mark. I'm going to say that one more time. It's a thing that existed in our lives before we knew Christ that caused us to always miss the mark. It was impossible it was impossible for not us for us not to miss the mark. We're always going to miss the mark, but in Christ Jesus things change. So let me read that word with this definition. Well, let me read that verse 14 with that definition. In whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of missing 
the mark. See, folks, when Jesus said at the cross, it is finished. That was the signal that God, signal to God that Jesus took all of our sins, our harmatia, and permanently removed this sin from our lives. The Bible says that our sins are as far as the east, it is as far as as far as the east, it is to the west. And in its place, Jesus permanently gave us God's righteousness, his God's right standing. Folks, this is this is a huge deal. Jesus took all of our sins, this harmatia, and removed them permanently from our lives. And in place gave us God's righteousness. This action that Jesus took at the cross is called God's grace to us. All of our lives, before Christ came into our lives, we were missing the mark because of what Adam and Eve did in the garden by disobeying God. It was a label put on them. And that label was transferred from generation to generation until Jesus came. When he went to the cross, he removed that harmatia and gave us God's righteousness. See, but when Jesus enters our lives, this sin, this harmatia, again, was permanently removed from us. And folks, that's enough to be thankful for the cross alone. Folks, this is a big deal. This is a huge deal. I think sometimes we've, we, we take this so lightly. But when we honor Jesus and what he did for us at the cross, when we understand the revelation that he gave us because he loved us, this becomes a big deal. I get thankful. Sometimes I get teary-eyed because I'm so thankful for what he did for me. Listen. You know, when we throw things in the natural, out in the trash, I just want to, I just want to, I want, I want to give you this example because I want you to see what I'm talking about, what Jesus did for us. When we throw things out in the trash, we put it in the, into, in to our garbage can. And then once that's full, we put it into a bigger garbage can, you know, and then we put it out to the curb and then the garbage truck picks it up and then they take it to the dump and then they empty that and it goes into the ground and for, for hundreds and thousands of years, it stays there until it disintegrates and becomes nothing. But there's always a trace of that thing that you threw out from the very start. But not with Jesus. When Jesus threw out sin, he permanently made it non-existent anymore. That's why our sins were carried away from as far as the east is from the west. It doesn't exist in our lives anymore because we believe in Jesus. Listen, it gets better. It gets better, folks. I just love when Jesus gives us, gives us more and better things that we can believe for or, or obtain. When we do sin, listen to this when we do sin or make a mistake. And by the way, that meaning of the action of sin, all right, in the Greek is harmateo, 
the blood of Jesus continues to cover us so that we remain in God's righteousness forever. Oh, that's powerful stuff. <laughs> that's so powerful. I'm going to say it again. This, the blood of Jesus, when we make mistakes, when we say something wrong, when we do something wrong and we, 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 we truly make a mistake, the blood of Jesus continues to cover us so that we, we remain in God's righteousness forever. Well, Pastor Anton, doesn't that mean that when we make mistakes and we offend someone, that we shouldn't, you know, ask for forgiveness or apologize? Hell yeah, we should. If we, if we offend someone, we should still ask for forgiveness. We should apologize. But that mistake, folks, the mistakes that we make, and we make a lot of mistakes every single day, that's why I'm so thankful for the blood of Jesus. That sin, the harmer tale, that, that uh, verb tense of making mistakes does not, does not separate us from the love of God. It doesn't separate us from the family of God. It doesn't separate us from his righteousness. It doesn't separate us from his sanctification. It doesn't separate us from his wisdom. It doesn't separate us. Why? Because the blood of Jesus not only removed hamartia, but it covers our hamartia. Oh, Pastor Anton, doesn't this give the Christian the right to sin on purpose? Or the license to sin on purpose, knowing that God's grace is going to cover us? Well, let me answer that question with this, this example. I'm in a great exam. I'm in a great relationship with my wife, Shanda. I love her so much. And she loves me. And we respect each other. And we want to do life together. We want to give to one another. We don't want to harm one each other. We want to, we want to add life to one another. We don't want to take advantage of one another. So we're going to humble ourselves. We're going to serve each other. So that's the type of relationship I have with my wife. And I do this subconsciously. It's not, you know, I don't think, well, you know, if I make a mistake, if I say something on purpose, she's going to have to forgive me. No, I don't think that way. And she doesn't think about that with me. I don't do that with my children. I don't do that with any of my relationships that I have with people. No, I honor people. I want to serve people. I want to help people. I don't want to be selfish for myself. I want to give to people. Isn't that the way it is with God? When you realize the depth of God's love for, for you and for me? Friend, when we realize the depth of Christ's payment on the cross was so extreme, we wouldn't want to sin on purpose. No, we want to honor him. We want to honor people. If anything else, it should humble us to the point of being thankful that God's grace saved us and his blood 
sustains us. My challenge to you this week, read Colossians chapter 1. Realize that we're saved in Christ and that we're filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we're fruitful in every good work and that we're increasing in the knowledge of God that he qualified us to be partakers of his inheritance. This is what Jesus did for the, at the cross. This is why we honor the table. And then finally, he removed our sin through his blood forever. And in place gave us God's righteousness so that we can live together with Jesus live together with God every single day be fruitful in every good matter folks this is the reason why I'm thankful I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus and this month we're going to take the time to really explore this hope you join me in this journey father in the name of Jesus we thank you for the blood of Jesus we thank you for all that you're doing God Thank you, Lord God, that your, the blood has covered us, that you've removed sin forever. But you continue, Lord God, to shower your grace and your, and your favor and your love on us, Lord God, that even when we do make mistakes, you cover us, God, so that we can be with you forever. Oh, we're so thankful. So thankful, Lord God. We give you all the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey everyone, subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you. He is for you and he is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to his power that works in you. We love you and we'll catch you next time.